This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back to Design Huddle, a podcast for creative professionals looking to level up. This podcast is hosted by myself, Ryan Warner, a UX designer based in New York City, and my co-host, Brendan Gross, a digital strategist for Fortune 500s. This podcast is the intersection of design, business, people, and just possibly the next big idea. We interview designers, thought leaders, co-founders, influencers, and sometimes just our friends from Instagram. If you like design, the internet, or storytelling, this just might be your new favorite podcast. We have a ton of incredible episodes and content coming out soon, so please subscribe. And for now, let's dive in to today's episode of Design Huddle. All right, guys, you already know what it is. We are super, super duper excited. We have an amazing guest today. But before that, you already know what it is. This is your favorite podcast, The Design Huddle. This is a podcast where we talk about all the best ways to level up in your design career. Guys, you know the spiel. We're going to do a short and sweet podcast for, t- for you today. So you know it is your boy, Brandon Gross, designer and digital strategist for Fortune 500s, here with your man, Ryan Warner design ux designer based in new york city guys we have a super amazing guest like i said we want to give you all the goodness right up front so we're shipping our beautiful intro for you guys so you can get all the tasty bits all right guys so our special guest today he's had a very long range of experience in his career he's been at leo burnett a global active really a very large advertising agency in Chicago. He shifted from advertising to UI UX on his own deep learning on his side of things. In addition to starting his own startup in his free time with his co-founder. And, you know, we're going to get a little into, I'm not going to give all the gold away. We're going to let him talk from where he's started in his career from, you know, advertising to UI UX to starting his own startup and even being so suave that he has his own band called Greetings Sugar. Guys, you know him online as UX Bites, but please join us in welcoming Gabriel Keedmeyer to the Design Huddle. <laughs> design go. Huddle. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Gabriel, go. Welcome, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for inviting me. I'm really excited. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. So let's get into this. Bring us to what brought you to advertising and what made you switch up in the game to you know UI UX. What was that whole infatuation with starting in advertising first and to hopping into UI UX? Yeah, so um, even before I started working um, in high school, I started doing some photography and... I always um, 
try to avoid uh, taking snapshots and uh, instead I was trying to do some conceptual photography. I, I was always saying that um, before I would uh, take a, a picture, I would imagine all the elements, all the small details of the picture in my head, then create the layout and then create the photography. And, and this is this was the way I was thinking, I, I think, for all my life. And um, yeah, so that's I think that's why I'm really drawn to UX design because it's really about uh, uh, thinking and thinking out of myself. And um, yeah, it's um, that would be the um, my, my motor, you know, my motivation. So yeah, I, I, um, at university I did photography, but then I had to get a job, and it's it, it, it's it's hard to. <laughs> You know, it's hard to get a photography job uh, and I, I just, uh, I was hired the first time as a web designer, um, but I didn't find the same crea creativity at that time in web design as I was uh, used to in photo photography, you know, so I went to uh, agencies. Agencies were really nice, but really, really stressful, you know, and it's um, yeah. a lot of uh, hours, a lot of weekends working, and it's really, it's it's uh, fulfilling, but really stressful. So at one point I said, hey, why, I, why don't I do my own, uh, you know, boutique agency? And I uh, had a friend, uh, we uh, got uh, together and created my, uh, you know, created our old small office. Uh, we actually had um, two um, employees too, and it was something really nice. But in two years, uh, unfortunately, it was a big failure. So we had a really good year and a really bad year. So it, it just uh, we we just stopped, and um, I need to go back to working to someone. And you know, I went back to went back to advertising because that's what I knew the most but um, I said to myself I want to work at uh, only digital projects so I went back for you mentioned for example Leah Burnett um, I worked with them on their digital department so I was uh, you know focusing on this uh, uh, on this part and that's how I started to form myself as a uh, UI first and then uh, a UX designer all right, so that seems like pretty much the roadmap. Starting university, falling in love with photography, going into, and you're like, all right, you know what? We need dollars, agency. And you're like, oh, this is, <laughs> this feels like a stick in my ass. This is hella stressful. I know and feel that I, we can go ahead and do this on our own. Stress test yourselves. Got a lot of on hands in the ground working in regards to what is working, what's not, with what it's like to build your own business. Hop back into the agency side of things. Wanted to get more digital and found your now true love UI and UX and now what people know you online as UX Bytes. Now this is this is like the new it seems new but you're really rocking online right now. Yeah. You came out of nowhere yeah, 3 yeah. months. Yeah. I, I need to I need to jump in here for yes. a sec. So real real quick Gabriel, when did you actually start UX Bytes the Instagram handle? Um 3 months and 2 weeks around something like that. Oh yeah, exactly. 3 months ago and this guy has 29.2K followers. And I think every single person that is a designer, a UX designer, or interested in anything product related is following this guy already. The One of the fastest growing channels I or like, you know, handles I've ever seen on Instagram. So 
I have to ask, can you just give the people a little overview of your content strategy? And for, for those of you that are not following, the four of you that are not following uh, UX Bytes, you need to. But the content basically takes UX tips and makes it into like, you know, bite size graphics material that's very easy to consume, very easy to share, and it gives you a ton of value per swipe. So, I mean, I, I get why it's why it's so successful, but if you could give us a little overview of your content strategy and, you know, I think that the, is what the people want to hear. Yeah, sure. So thanks, first of all. <laughs> and um, yeah, so a couple of things. Um, I, I must say I'm really surprised too. Um, I have a strategy looking back, but I hadn't uh, when I started. Uh, I had some a couple of things that I wanted from the beginning, like uh, I wanted to have a brand that is um, timeless. I mean, I, wa I wanted to avoid um, brands, uh, not, not brands, sorry, trends as, as much as possible. So, for example, I use uh, this um, hand-drawn font sometime, which uh, actually I get a quite some critic over it because it's really not something trendy, but it, it's this is what I wanted. I wanted, so basically, you know, UI and UX uh, itself is already very niched. My pages uh, focusing only on UX and nothing UI, and that makes it even more uh, niched. And the way I wanted to highlight that is having this uh, timeless uh, branding that it's not related to any trend and it's it will never be trendy, but it never go out from trend and so forth. So yeah, that, that was one thing. And um, yeah, so then, you know, just try out stuff. I mean, uh, the, the, the one thing I, I did from the beginning, I'm, I'm doing it um, uh, until this day is consistently posting. And I uh, try to post six times a week, which is, you know, a lot. Um, but actually, when you have the, I mean, you know, as an encouragement for everybody, it's it's not that big of a deal. I try to plan my week uh, in uh, in the weekend, so I plan the next week ahead. And the design itself, it's not that big of a deal because, uh, you know, I already have my brands, my colors, my my type typography, and so forth. And I I already have um, um, over a hundred posts now, so it's really you know it doesn't take that that much time. And by the way, this is what I like, really like about Instagram is it's a really great format to post uh, valuable content without, you know, too much effort, basically. Um, yeah. And, and just to, I, I think that was a phenomenal overview. Thank you for that. So just to kind of add to that real quick. So five, five main takeaways of like why UX Bytes kind of came up super quick. Number one is the consistency. Six times a week, most people do not have the dedication of posting high quality content six times a week. So that takes a lot of discipline and a lot of consistent, you know, a lot of like focus in order to, to do that. Number two is like you're kind of using a design system in that your branding is very clear. So when people share it, that you know, the yellow and black color scheme, the font, the the logo design, everything kind of ties back to your ultimate overall brand. So that was kind of the uh, the second piece. The third is that, you know, it's bite size. It's very easy to consume. You know, in, you know that Instagram people aren't going to be spending like, you know, you know, maybe five minutes on your page. So how can you give them the most value in a short amount of time possible? I think is you do it better than anyone in, right now. So I think like I've been kind of learning and trying to figure out like how you're able to do that. 
Um, number four is you give a lot of stuff out for free. Like I think like there's a lot of people in the design community that are advocates of good design, advocates of good UX, and they're giving a ton of freebies. So UX Bytes, there's been a ton of things that I've kind of scooped from. Um, and then I think the last thing like that I'll mention that is just another way to grow a channel like fairly fast is you do a great job like interacting with the community. Like I remember I DM'd you just saying like, hey, like I really like this. I had a question, like a follow-up question and you got back to me like fairly quickly. So, you know, for having 30, not, you know, almost 30K followers, you're very responsive and you actually really care about like, you know, individuals and helping giving them, giving them value. So those are like five things that just, you know, as a fan and as an observer that I ran into, but I think coupled with your overview, I think that that's spot on. Brendan, anything to add there? No, I definitely am uh, with you right there. I, there was one morning where I texted Gabriel over uh, IG and he was like, man, you need no more sleep. Like immediately after I texted him, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I feel like he's sitting in the DMs, like waiting for me to text just so he can like hit me back. So he's... <laughs> I'm convinced he's got some sort of bot that just like auto responds like fire, like fire answers whenever someone has a question. UX bites is a front. He's really developed the highest, utmost... AI possible and it's in it's it's in the back end of his IG handle so I think I think that's what he's about to come out to the world with but no you you're really doing a, a seriously great job especially um you know even somebody who popped up you know fairly quickly I'm just like damn who's this who's this young blood popping know, up on my feet I, I, <laughs> that's why I was like Brendan like we gotta get him on we gotta get him on design Hub. It's so very thank inspiring. you again for joining I think we said that already at the beginning yeah. but one, one, one quick question for you is like, I think people would be interested in your process. So how do you come up with the content? And then like, are you, if you could also just tell us like which tool you're using to create the content, that'd be like super, super helpful. I use, you know, sketch for uh, UI design, but for, I, I don't know why, maybe this is wrong, but I consider what I do um, for Instagram print design, you know? So it's, it's not you know, just because it's not UI, right? And because of that, I still use uh, Illustrator for that. Um, lately, I started to do some uh, illustrations, uh, which I'm sorry, some animations, which I'm really not uh, an expert on that. But um, um, I just realized why shouldn't I use principle for sketch um, for this kind of animation? It doesn't need to be a UI and it works really great. So those would be my two tools, you know? Yeah, that, that's helpful. I think we get a lot of questions on which tools people should be spending a lot of time on, but, you know, obviously your approach makes a ton of sense. Brendan, I'll, I'll kick it over to you. I know you had a lot of good questions. No, I was just about to say, all I heard was hashtag Adobe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> always got to throw that in there, guys. Um, so let's get into the thought process of this, because I know as a content creator, someone has to shell out a lot of content, especially six posts, like you were mentioning. There is like I'm always with uh, I'm always a proponent of stealing from the information that's out there and regurgitating in a way that makes sense to you to make sense to a whole new niche audience. So what you, when you are do you go about your content in the same way where you've read something that same day or that week or the week before where you're like you know what I like that concept I'm gonna you know what is the Missy Elliott uh, quote flip it and reverse it. Um, Turn around, flip it, and reverse it. There, by there we Missy go. Elliott. I don't know what song, that, what year that came out, but that is a uh, instant classic. Early two thousands. Yeah, that, honestly, the music video is super underrated. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but yeah, I definitely we, we recommend could, checking it out. I, yes. I check it for sure. We should open that podcast with exactly that song, or close it. Um, but 
I would, yeah, I would definitely love to hear the thought process around the way which you create content because people get hung up on this sort of thing all the time, especially with the people that I coach. Like they're like Brandon, original content takes too long. So throw it at us. Yeah. So at the beginning, um, I was thinking a lot about will people like this post? You know, will is is it is it serious enough? Is it complex enough? Will people ridicule me? I put too simple stuff out there, things like that. You know. But uh, as I as I move forward, I realized, and I you know looked at the analytics and so forth. All, all my posts that I thought would not go well went really well and vice versa so it's you 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 have no idea what will work and what will not what will not work so just do it that's that's where i am now i don't think it anymore will they like it will they not like it i i have no way to tell that until i i release it um the other thing is you know looking at when um you know instagram has some analytics right when when is my public is um uh, active the most and so forth i try to respect that sometimes i couldn't and i post so a couple what time of... what time are you actually posting out of curiosity um it's 6 p.m for me for my time but it's 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 um what is your i'm assuming you have a pretty global audience um so who are you actually like when you when you're posting uh, which market are you trying to reach well, um, I have um, U.S. I'm I'm not sure the city is there, just the country. U.S. I have um, a lot, and uh, U.K., Brazil. I have a lot, and um, yeah, shout out to the Brazilians. They're so active on social media. I love I love my I love my I love all of my Brazilian friends out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. No, I love I love that, and the reason that like I think content strategy is like a super important topic is I love the idea that you're using analytics to better kind of you know decide which content you want to make, but ultimately you're just doing what you think will will land well. I think a lot of people get crippled by the idea of like I want to make what my audience wants rather than just making what you want. So like I was. I was kind of going through your posts, you know, a couple of days before, um, you know, knowing that we were doing this podcast and I saw that you had a video on, you know, making your app feel faster using skeleton screens, which is something that, um, I I'm, I'm very familiar with and I, I, you know, I advocate for that a lot. Um, but I, I checked and there was 25,000 views on that, which is just crazy. Did you like, how do you decide whether you're going to do the slides, which if you've been in the, if you follow any UX handles, that has just been like spreading like wildfire as a format that people really like versus creating a video. So if you could talk a little bit about strategy, maybe there is none, but I would love to hear how you decide whether to put out slides, an individual, you know, po you know, an individual uh, post or a video. Yeah. So uh, the skeleton trees, uh, I wanted to do that for a really, really long time, but I didn't know how, and I was always postponing it. So that's, that is a good example of, um, I, I knew that I wanted to do that, but I, I didn't know how to uh, represent that. So um, yeah, I I kept pushing it uh, and and doing did other stuff and so forth. And then I realized, hey, it's a skeleton tree. It's an animation in the UI too. It it needs to be animated too. So and that was the time too when I realized, hey, why don't I use principle, which I which I know well. I'm, I'm not really good with. I mean, After Effects is good, but um, it's it's complex, so um, it, it's a way it's a bit beyond me. And then uh, I realized, hey, why don't I use Principle? And at that time, I realized this works really well for uh, uh, 
skeleton trees, uh, trees, <laughs> sorry, uh, screens. Yeah. So yeah, it's really a, pro- a process. I, I have a I have a dog. I uh, uh, walk, and uh, that's the time I'm usually think about the post. So I know what I want to do, and I walk the dog. And uh, hey, time out. What's your, what's your dog's name? We got to give him a shout out. If he, he's the one behind all, he's. It's basically you're saying your dog's the one behind all this fire content. Absolutely. Her name is Anouk. Is um, shout out to Anouk. Thank you for all the love you've done for the design community. We, we owe you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Great. That's super, super helpful. Um, Brendan, I have a, I have a question, another question, but I'll let you, I'll let you jump in. I know we have like both have a ton, um, but go ahead. Oh, me? Yeah. Did you have, did you have one? Did you oh, I thought you said you got one more question and then you'll help oh, oh, me in. I mean, yeah, you got the, it. the one that I wanted to say real quick is it looks like you've like, if you look from your first post to your current one, you've really iterated on the branding and like, you know, you've really kind of tailored the content and you, you know, your first post, you know, had 73 likes then 113 and now you get like i don't know between a thousand and two thousand on every post but you can see that you design and you're kind of tweaked it like do you is this just something that you evolved on your own or did you actually get feedback from people well the only uh, critique on the branding other than you know there are some feedback like um it's nice you know it's not not really something you can work with but you know you're you're happy with it but not something that you can work with uh, the only a bad critique I had is uh, w- with the font, um, using that handwritten font. Some people don't like that. I still use it. <laughs> uh, I think that I think it makes sense in the context. Um, so I I try to, you know, I'm I'm doing this. I post six times a, a week and so forth. I I need to gather uh, content and so forth. I try to be as relaxed as possible with all these. Um, I I try to be as, you know, um, I I don't want to be stiff with these things. If I feel that something doesn't work, some font, some things doesn't work, I will just change it. I mean, I you know, I'm really my own boss here. I, it it worked for me from the beginning, and it's you know I, you know, people. Uh, seems to enjoy it and i try to take it as relaxed as possible that's why i keep changing it i really dig that you're very really flexible with what it is you're putting out there you're like i know the the value that i'm outputting to these people this is something that i personally how i want it to look and i know really what i'm planning for the brand everybody else can critique it but you know in your very uh, what is the word? Big words have been a struggle recently, guys. You guys literally caught me after a run today, so <laughs> the the sweat is running down my forehead. Um, but, yeah, and, uh, and, I, and I and I tried a couple of things, like you know, we talked about analytics. Uh, there are some observations too, like okay, I do a couple of slides. You know, I create a post with eight slides with a certain uh, complexity, so forth. It works really well. The next time, it might not work really well. You know. It's the same type of context, the same type of uh, niche in the UI, UX industry, but it might not work. It's it's really, this is what I learned and this is what I want to go with, uh, that you cannot know what will work. You just need to do it. You just need to have fun with it. The moment I will not have fun with it, I will stop because it, you know, it's, 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 it will become a, stre- a stress. So that's, it's really not... It's really no good motivation for that. I mean, I, lo- I love that. It's such a simple takeaway, but so many people that we've interviewed on Design Huddle, it all comes down to like, you know, creating content and, you know, engaging with the community because they're passionate about it. You know, they care about design. They think usability really matters. And there's so much opportunity, like, because it is like, you know, we're only living in a more digital, a digital world. 
So UXers are just going to continually find spots to make the world a better place. I know that seems super fluffy and a little like, you know, um, romanticizing it, but I, I, I'm with you. Like I, I totally actually, I, I totally agree with you. Um, so we're, we're running, we're running close on, on time here, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the future. Um, for those of you that follow UX Bytes, you know that we got, you guys have a book coming out. I will absolutely be purchasing it. I, I'll put it on as a coffee table book. I'll, I'll read it. I'll consume it. But I would love to hear like what's next for you. Like, you know, you got a book coming out. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. And then anything else that's, you know, you know, future things that you're thinking about. Yeah. So the, the book is actually a coffee book table. This is how I see it. So uh, because uh, what I want to do with, with it is, you know, it, it's going to have a hardcover. This is something I keep repeating. I think it's really important. Uh, really nice colors, vivid colors, illustrations and so forth. There are tons of ux books out there with uh you know written by people who are much 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 smarter than me with much more experience and so forth this is not what i'm after i am i i try to um you know trans translate the instagram experience into uh, a coffee table book exactly that's that's exactly what it is of course i would like love to uh, be used as a um, you know, as a tool for learning and working with it and so forth. But it's basically it it should be as relaxed as the as the page itself, and it you know it shouldn't be uh, you know something that you really it it I don't want it to have an ac- academic feeling. You know, like an you need you need to be a super um, you need to have two universities to understand the book and so forth. So it's going to be a beautiful book um, with similar content to what what we have on uh, on instagram and um other stuff um you know i i, I don't know but uh, i didn't know about the book either yeah, a month ago the ai guys the ai <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's well i mean it's it's hilarious that you didn't think about a book it's like most people like work their whole career to like you know you know create a book and like publish it and get it you know sent to the masses so that's a that's no easy task but that's super exciting for you yeah um, no no yeah. easy task but um i'm thinking of the same uh, relaxed um vibe uh, I, basically i take everything i do with ux buys uh the way i cannot take uh per- professional projects basically that's i think that's how i would see it all right brendan i'm gonna bring this home i know we got a i know we got a busy week but for everyone listening UX Bytes, follow him on Instagram, finding your boy, Brendan Gross. He's always put, pumping out fire content. I'm at Ryan Warrender. My content's all right. I'm working on it. I got some content strategy friends that I've been talking to to up-level my game. Um, but, you know, today we really talked about a few things. UX Bytes really gave us the highlights of how to change, how to go from zero to 30K in three months. Damn. I love it. I learned a lot today. Like this is something that I am not good at and I, I, I got a ton of value here. So main takeaways from me and then I'll let Brendan bring it home. Uh, number one, consistency. Creating high quality content frequently is a huge must. Number two, find a find a niche. You know, UX design um, is something that is a, there's a very dedicated, passionate group of people. So create content for them, um, you know, and let it grow. And number three is, you know, you know don't be... You need to like own own your narrative and own your content that you create. Of course, you can use analytics to help justify what you want to create, but at the end of the day, you need to make what's going to ultimately make you happy. So I think that is 
something that every creator out there, whether you're a designer, a graphic designer, or like um, a YouTuber, you can get some value from this one. Brendan, what about you? What were your main takeaways? My main takeaway, man, was to do great work. Just do it. Be flexible. Walk your dog and make sure their name is a nuke. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. And close. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Awesome. This was this was Design Huddle. Thank you, Gabriel, for stopping Thanks, by. Guys. UX so Lights. Check them out. Books coming out soon. They got more amazing interviews coming up on future weeks. Again, if you guys have questions about future episodes, you can also drop a line using um, Anchor Messages. Brendan and I are going to look to feature some of the content in future episodes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the Design Huddle community, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace. Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brendan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.